Chapter Fifteen of Mother West Wind When Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Denise Nordell. Mother West Wind When Stories by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter Fifteen. When Mister Hummingbird Got His Long Bill i saw him here i saw him there and now he is not anywhere he is not there he is not here yet no one saw him disappear peter rabbit didn't intend that for any ears but his own but it never is safe to talk out loud if you want no one else to hear huh said a voice right back of peter peter started ever so little and hastily turned his head but saw no one huh said the voice again huh are you a poet peter rabbit this time peter turned wholly around in a single jump staring at him from under a mullion leaf was old mr toad what's a poet demanded peter a poet is someone who who say peter rabbit have you eaten something that went to your head old mr toad looked really anxious no replied peter it went to my stomach everything i eat goes to my stomach then it can't be that you are a real poet sighed old mr toad i was a little afraid you might be when i overheard you just now on the whole i am rather glad peter it would be so tiresome to have to listen to you talking that way by the way who is it that is not there and is not here yet no one saw him disappear hummer the hummingbird replied peter eagerly you see him in one place and before you can get your mouth open to speak he is somewhere else then in a shake of your tail he isn't anywhere at all i mean he isn't anywhere in sight i haven't any tail retorted old mr toad rather testily i got rid of the silly thing long ago as you very well know peter rabbit excuse me mr toad i didn't mean anything personal it was just a way of speaking to show how quickly hummer disappears i was thinking of my own tail said peter huh grunted old mr toad just as before then you weren't thinking of much peter laughed not so very much he replied still i can shake it even if there isn't much of it see he stood up and twitched his funny little tail until solemn old mr toad had to laugh in spite of himself hummer is such a wonderful little fellow continued peter eagerly he is so tiny it doesn't seem possible that he can be like other birds i don't feel really acquainted with him because he isn't still long enough for me to do more than nod to him that's true replied old mr toad nodding sagely he isn't still down near the ground but if you happen to find his home you would often see him sitting near it as still as any other bird by the way peter did you ever hear how it happened that he comes by such a long bill a story cried peter jumping up and down and clapping his hands oh mr toad i never did hear and i'm just dying to know please do tell me there was a twinkle in old mr toad's beautiful eyes for they really are beautiful you know he backed a little further under the big mullion leaf where the sun couldn't reach him opened and closed his big mouth two or three times without making a sound rolled his eyes back as if he were looking away way into the past and then just as peter had begun to think that there wasn't going to be any story after all he began to talk in a funny little voice that seemed to come from way down where his throat and his stomach meet it was a long long time ago said he i know it was way back when the world was young interrupted peter eagerly oh so you know the story after all do you grunted old mr toad rather crossly i beg your pardon i do indeed i'm sorry peter hastened to say very well very well grumbled old mr toad but don't do it again now i'll have to begin all over again 
it was a long 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 time ago in the beginning of things when old mother nature had made all the big birds and the middle-sized birds and the little birds that she discovered that she had just a teeny weeny bit of the things birds are made of left over there wasn't enough to make even the head of an ordinary bird no bird had use for another head anyway now old mother nature never could bear to waste anything and she didn't intend to begin so she made a teeny weeny bird and she made him just as perfect as any other bird she gave him feathers just like any other bird only of course his feathers were teeny weeny she gave him a tail just like any other bird only it was a teeny weeny tail she gave him feet with toes and claws just like any other bird only they were teeny weeny feet and she gave him a bill only it was a teeny weeny bill and it was short and because he was so teeny weeny and yet a perfect bird old mother nature was very proud of him so she gave him a beautiful green coat the beautiful ruby throat was not given him until later when he proved so brave of heart and so loyal to king eagle you remember i remember said peter he got his ruby throat when old king eagle won his crown of white when old mother nature sent little mr hummingbird out into the great world to join the other birds she told him that tiny as he was she could treat him no differently from the others and that he would have to take care of himself and prove that he was worthy to live and have a place in the work of the great world for that was a law which she could not break for any one great or small so little mr hummingbird darted away to join the other birds and find a place for himself in the great world when the other birds first saw him they laughed at him because he was so tiny and made fun of him though truth to tell some of them were envious because of his beautiful coat and others were envious because of the way in which he could dart about for not one among them could fly so swiftly as little mr hummingbird tiny though he was he was stout of heart and fairly bursting with spunk he would dash into the very faces of those who tried to tease him and would be away again before they could so much as strike at him so it wasn't long before they let him alone though among themselves they still looked on him as a joke and were sure he would not live long being such a teeny-weeny fellow of course mr hummingbird had a teeny-weeny stomach and he soon discovered that he couldn't eat the things that other birds did but must hunt for teeny-weeny things it didn't take him long to find out that there were many teeny-weeny insects just suited to him especially about the flowers so mr hummingbird spent most of his time darting about among the flowers catching teeny-weeny insects to fill his teeny-weeny stomach one day he paused in front of a deep-throated flower and discovered that many teeny-weeny insects had hidden in the heart of it try as he would he could not reach them now his own swift little wings were not quicker than mr hummingbird's temper and he promptly pulled that flower to pieces then he caught all the little insects and in doing this he discovered that in the heart of the flower were sweet juices better than anything he had ever tasted before after that he wasted no time hunting for teeny-weeny insects in the air but darted from one deep-throated flower to another pulling them to pieces and filling his teeny-weeny stomach with the insects hiding there and the sweet juices one day along came old mother nature to see how things were going on every side were beautiful flowers torn to rags she threw up her hands in dismay dear me she cried i wonder who can have been doing such dreadful mischief just then she caught sight of little mr hummingbird tearing another flower to pieces sternly she called him before her and he came fearlessly why are you tearing my beautiful flowers to pieces she demanded because it is the only way i can get the food in the hearts of them and it is the food best suited to me replied little mr hummingbird promptly but respectfully 
old mother nature tried to look severe but a twinkle crept into her eyes secretly she was pleased with the fearlessness of the teeny-weeny bird that may be but i cannot have my beautiful flowers destroyed this way it will never do at all said she she scratched her head thoughtfully for a few minutes then she reached out and took hold of mr hummingbird's teeny-weeny bill pull said she little mr hummingbird pulled with all his might and his bill was pulled out until it was long and slender and his tongue was pulled out long with it now said old mother nature i guess you won't have to pull my flowers to pieces little mr hummingbird darted away to the nearest deep-throated flower and found that he could reach the teeny-weeny insects and the sweet juices without the least trouble and from that time on he took the greatest care not to hurt the beautiful flowers that is how hummer whom you know happens to have a long bill concluded old mr toad and i suppose that is why he seems to love the flowers so said peter as he looked down at old mr toad thoughtfully it is replied old mr toad and yawned sleepily end of chapter fifteen recording by denise nordell modesto california